Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Spooksters, and welcome back to another bonus episode here on Three Spooked Girls. We are breaking down episodes of the hit Hulu show, The Act, and we're going to be discussing episode five, Plan B. Yes. Oh, God. And here we go with the action. (laughs) We are now getting into an episode that's great. But before we do, let's do our little business stuff, Mm -hmm. and then we will skip to my loo over to the episode content. As always, Tara has created that wonderful link tree, which is down in our show notes. That'll take you to everything you need. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook group, merch store, blog, Audible. Yes. Yeah. So all of that is there. Um, We love to hear from you. So once you finish this episode, go over, find on any of our socials the show post and let us know what you thought, what you like, what you think of Dee Dee, what you think of um, Gypsy and their predicament they get into this episode. And, mm-hmm. and we love to hear from you guys. So please do that. And the most important question of the night, Tara, what are you drinking? I am drinking a sweet red. It's Stella Rosso, I guess. is I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's fine. It's from Stella Rosa. And yeah, that's since we are double recording, because this is our last recording night before vacation begins. Yes. I have got a big glass of that tonight. What do you got? I don't know why. Like, I Well, the other day I bought cherry Dr. Pepper. And I know you don't <laughs> like cherry stuff, which... Still Mm -hmm. is weird to me, but I still love you. (laughs) (laughs) And so I bought Cherry Dr. Pepper. And one of my favorite things to do with that is add a little SoCo with it. Now, I've had this bottle for like a year. Mm. So it has now become well-aged SoCo. So I put too much in my glass. Live your best life. It's fine. So (laughs) I'm living my best life. So it's it's hanging out in my Groot cup. I love it. Groot mug I got at Disneyland. But before we move on, I want to say a very special shout out to a very special person in Tara and I's life. Well, more more your life, but, you know, also my life. Yes. In, uh, <laughs> in real time, it is May 16th. Mm-hmm. So it is my sister's birthday. So we want to wish you a happy birthday, Emily. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Em. I can't wait to see you in a little bit. Yes. It sounded creepy, but I'm excited. And happy birthday. And I know that since it's just a few days after, um, happy first Mother's Day, sweetie. Yes. So we're going to jump straight in to content now. Are you excited? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So uh, this episode, it's called Plan B, and it really should be like name planned. Oh, what the fuck did we just get into? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> oh. So it opens up and Gypsy and her boyfriend are, I'm what I'm assuming is Skyping. Yeah, I would assume for the time. Yeah. And they're Skyping. Well, kind of like 
opens up and Gypsy's getting ready to go on Skype. So she's, you know, putting on some lip gloss, mm-hmm. a skanky little dress, which I'm like, where the fuck did she get the money? Well, I mean, we know where she got the money. She's stealing the nest egg money. But like, how did she buy the skanky dress? She probably got it from Adam and Eve. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. Um, no. <laughs> um, but I'm just like, does she have a credit card? Like how that all these things. These are questions I have. But I mean, like. She could because, like, at this point, she's, like, adult adult because it's 2015. Like, obviously, she's upgraded to, like, a real Mm -hmm. phone and everything. So, you know what I mean? Could have. Who knows? Right. Probably. She probably has one of those, like, green dot cards. Yeah. Yeah, where she just goes and uploads the money herself. So Gypsy has her sexy little, like, pink dress on and she puts this, like, rainbow wig on. And fishnet stockings. And she gets online and she's chatting with her boyfriend. Chatting. Nick, go to John. Mm-hmm. And they're chit-chatting and it is like cringe. Oh, is it cringe? They are mm-hmm. um, essentially having like webcam sex. Yeah. And I want to say thank you to the directors of this movie or the, of the show for not making it like uber cringy. Yeah, it was it was enough. It was enough. <laughs> it it was. It was enough. So there's that. And then you can kind of see that their quote unquote sex life has kind of taken a interesting turn. Because mm-hmm, now she's started being characters because mm-hmm. I believe her name is Candy with the fucking with this wig she's got. Right. And then she has another character named Ruby mm-hmm. who has the red wig and is apparently into a little bit of like snm like <laughs> shit so they they're having that and like you know she's trying to like have a connection with him and of course like he keeps popping in and out of victorville so oh god yeah mm-hmm. but then it, what i think is interesting in this episode is they show nick and his life and like what he's going through mm-hmm. so it's like you see him go to work And this is the first time you're really seeing who he is. And this was, like, my first clue that he's not all there. Yeah. Yeah, this was kind of sad. Yeah, he's, like, walking down the street. And he sees this, like, I don't know. He sees this, like, rock in the road. And he, like, goes out into the road and picks it up. And then he's just standing there. And then he, like, puts the rock in his pocket. And he, like, texts Gypsy mm-hmm. while standing in the road. And it's like it didn't even occur to him that that's dangerous. Like, most people right. would have gotten the rock and then gone out of the road. Right. But, you know, then someone honks at him. And then he goes to work. And, yeah, this is the sad part. So Nick goes to work. Um, He's working at a pizza place. And the guy is trying to be really nice. Like, he seems like he's a good boss. And what he does is he, like, is letting him make pizzas, but then Nick keeps dropping them before they go in the oven, which is sad. Yeah. So then he puts them back out with the sign and all that. But he gave him a fair shot. And, you know, he's just right. trying to make money so that he can, um, I'm assuming, go see Gypsy or send her stuff. Yeah, because when they had their awkward first call that we see, she brings up a, her plan about... Him coming there to run into them. Oh, that's the second call. Oh, yeah, that's when they get in the details. With, but that's with Ruby. Yes, because th- in this call, oh god, this call is frightening. Yeah. So Ruby, you can tell is like the dark. Like Candy is like the little like huh, huh, character in her world. You know, like she's the pretty colorful one who's just like I'm so happy and everything is mm-hmm. great. And then Ruby is like 
this dark and dirty bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, like, I don't know if she really had a bruise or if she, like, put a bruise on her. But they're, like, they're having internet sex. And she's participating this time, which is creepy. She, like, shows him, like, this bruise. And he's, like, don't show me stuff like that. Victor can't help himself. And then she's kind of baiting Victor. Mm-hmm. And so Victor is, like, you know into that like he's into like that mutilation kind of shit and she's like what would victor do for me blah 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 um he's like he would kill to protect her Mm -hmm. and she's like anyone and then she takes these pair of fucking scissors and is like would you stab someone with me and then like for me and then like takes the scissors and like pretends to like kind of cut her throat and this is like the moment that you see him like they don't see him but like he has it ends if you get my drift (laughs) (laughs) sex yeah act comes to an end then they're talking and she's like at this point i think she's realizing like wow he really just literally got off to this violence and she asked him would you ever really do that for me like do that and he's like well i wouldn't but victor would (laughs) he's a trained assassin (laughs) (laughs) he's a vampire (laughs) but then it kind of comes up in the conversation where she wants you could tell he's frustrated. It's been two years. They haven't seen each other. They haven't met. Mm-hmm. They haven't touched. And he brings that up. He's like, when am I going to be able to touch you? When am I going to be able to see you? And this is where she comes up with the idea. Like, we should just go someplace. My mom and I should go someplace. And we should just run into each other. And again, this shows how a child would think. So, like, literally, she doesn't have a grown yeah. Like, she's doing, like, this grown-up game. Mm-hmm. But, like, how old were you in 2015? 24. Okay, so she's like an adult adult. Yeah. So she's playing like grown up like sex games, but she's thinking like a child. She's like, we could go somewhere and we could run into each other. Mm -hmm. So the next morning, her mom wakes up and her mom is like, you know, and Gypsy's like being weird and cringy, like hovering over her mom. And she's like, mom, I had the most amazing dream. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's like she's talking about like we went to Disney World and I met my Prince Charming in real life and it was great. And Gypsy's mom is like, yeah, that'd be great. And then Gypsy starts in on her mom like, can we go someplace? And Didi's like, we can't afford to go someplace right now. Like we're keeping food on the table and, you know, Mm -hmm. like a roof over our head type thing. And then Gypsy keeps at it like, well, maybe we could have dinner and invite some new people over and Dee Dee loses her mind. <laughs> yeah, she just tries to shut that shit down. And then she's like, well, maybe the zoo. And then she's like, nope. And then eventually it comes like, well, what about the movies? Because Cinderella's playing and like, that's one of their fucking movies. So something works. Right. <laughs> and at this point, and I think this is where it differs from real life, is that the mm-hmm. the show is showing Dee Dee like her health is deteriorating. She's not taking care of yeah. herself. Like, She's barely moving. It takes her so long to do anything. Her hair is fucked up as hell. <laughs> Which is like how the real Dee Dee's hair looks at this point. Because it's like that weird, like, yeah, curly pixie cut thing. Right. Yeah. It's like, like, there there used to be this thing where, like, women would get to a certain age and they're like, well, now it's time for that fro cut. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And then you just get it fucking permed out the ass and it'd be like tight to your head but because she had curly mm-hmm. hair so she has this her hair is graying you know she's not taking care of herself gypsy's even bringing it up like why don't we try the insulin again and you know she's like oh no like Didi likes the fact that everyone sees her sick because now she's getting right, the attention exactly. herself not 
just through Gypsy. And Gypsy's like, why don't you exercise? And <laughs> Dee Dee, yeah. like, came unhinged a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's just like, fuck that. Right. God. And then we see that Gypsy's mailed Nick a shirt. <laughs> because Dee Dee has now agreed, like Tara said, to go to see the new Cinderella movie, which is the live action one that came out. And I think it's really interesting, like, before, like, when they're having their, like, little sexual liaison time, he's like, I'll be any man you want, I'll be, I'll do anything for you type thing. Yeah. And then she mails him the shirt, and he's like, oh, it's itchy, do I have to wear it? Why? Yeah. And I'm like, gypsy, red flag, sweetie, red flag. Right? <laughs> and she's like, it's because it's, like, like things, like, it's because it's new. And, and so they come up with this plan. Oh, this plan is... <laughs> he's gonna wear the blue shirt and be prince charming and meet them at the movie theater and he's gonna look at them and say <laughs> no princess should ever open her own door <laughs> that's that scene is truly funny because like she keeps saying it to him over and over again and he's like he can't get it he keeps fucking it up right and she's like maybe you should write it down and i'm like oh honey that's like the simplest line and it's like a drunk history thing because it's like every time he's because it's like him like lip syncing him saying it on the call with her every time he fucks up. it's it. just funny oh my god i love drunk history <sighs> we should do reviews of drunk history one day oh my god that'd be fun but yeah yeah it's just ugh terrible of course this is not gonna go according to plan of course not no so gypsy's all excited and it's like the day of she's like i bought you a bus ticket so you're gonna come down like you're basically gonna come in the night before or be on the bus the night before and then you know get to the movie theater a little before 11 so you can open the door for us and say your magical line which (laughs) (laughs) but and then gypsy's like got ready and she's like made herself look cute you know she put makeup on and she puts like a nice little outfit on it's like a nice plain black tee and some nice jeans and she looks presentable like how you would want to and i think this is a very important moment Mm -hmm. in how Dee Dee looks at gypsy because she comes out of the bathroom she wheels herself like no she walks out of the bathroom i think she's in her wheelchair i can't remember yeah and anyway she exits the bathroom and and Dee Dee's standing by the bed and she's holding the cinderella dress that she met wolverine in in episode three mm-hmm. and she's like but what about the dress and obviously gypsy was like not wanting to be late so i think she probably conceded she wore the dress and the wig and the makeup and the whole sh- fucking nine yards and whatnot mm-hmm. and she's all excited <laughs> and she they get to the movie theater and she's looking around and she's looking around and there's no nick no nick and she's starting to like <laughs> panic. So she's like wheeling through the like the, you know, the parking lot and she's looking around. She can't see him. And they get the tickets and they go inside and she's panicking. Then she's like, Mom, can I get can we get some water? I'm really thirsty. So she gets a water. And like while her mom is getting water and I think decides to get like a little popcorn or something like that. Nick comes running past the window and in and he's like in and he's like, <gasps> oh my God, I'm here like that. And she's like, the way they shot this scene was perfect. This is like one of my favorite parts in the whole series because it's just so awkward. <laughs> right. So she's like looking at him like, oh my God, he's here. He's right there. I can touch him. I love it. You know, like that kind of thing. And he sees <laughs> yeah. her and he's all smiley and Dee Dee walks back over and Nick runs up to her and essentially <laughs> screams. 
no princess should ever open her own door, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, not as like kind of frantic. And Dee Dee's just like, what? And he's like, don't you think? And she's like, leave us alone. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Which is like a total normal reaction. Yeah. That's like, I remember this, like the first time I saw that, like, I don't blame Dee Dee at all. I'd be like, what the fuck? Right. Like, totally normal reaction. So she grabs, you know, she grabs Gypsy and like hauls ass down to the theater like, oh, my God. So Nick goes and gets his like, he goes and gets his ticket and he comes in. And like before that, Dee Dee is like, look, Gypsy, because it's 11 o'clock on a fucking Friday. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just fucking them. And she's like, we have the whole theater to ourselves, front row seats. And I was like, bitch, everyone knows front row is the worst seat at a movie theater right and then like here fucking front row is like atrocious because it's like you can't even like see anything at all like you're so close it's ridiculous like we went and tried to watch a quiet place when it was in theaters and i don't know what happened but we Mm -hmm. and we weren't even late like i think we were like the pre-previews were still on but it was fucking packed Uh so we were gonna like try to stay because we're like we're already fucking here we already had a babysitter you know Mm -hmm. but mm mm-mm Mm-mm. No. <laughs> so they're all excited. And and then Nick, because he has no social skills whatsoever, goes and sits right <laughs> the fuck behind them. Like, huge-ass, empty movie theater sits in the seat directly behind them. And Dee Dee is like, uh... And then he tries to talk to them. <laughs> Hi. And he's like, Hi. And she's like, fuck is wrong with this dude? So she, like, moves Gypsy and then, like, like keep essentially keep moving back and forth. And finally, Nick just stays there, and then he leaves. <laughs> and yeah, because he's like pissed, right? He's like, whatever. And then Gypsy's like, "Mom, I have to go to the bathroom." And she's like, oh, "I'll take you." She's like, "No, no, I got it, I got it, Mom." And she wheels her ass out, and they essentially meet up in the giant, like, handy capable slash family bathroom. Yep. Uh. And then the most creative shots ever, like the lighting in this scene, it's like, it's crazy. So like essentially like Gypsy gets in there and then she gets out of the chair and she's still in the fucking like Cinderella dress. So she like, she takes it off and lays it on the floor. And then they're like, they don't even really talk. Like I think they kiss maybe once and then they just essentially lay down on the floor and have sex. Yep. That's pretty much, they laid out on the dress. Yeah. On the dress, which is like good move Gypsy. Like that was smart. (laughs) Like, I'm kind of glad that you wore the big poofy dress that could prevent you from getting, like, E. coli. (laughs) Truth. So, and I'm assuming that, like, this is, like, at least it's her first time. We don't know if it's Nick's first time. Yeah. But Dee Dee's like, where the fuck is Gypsy? (laughs) Right. I love that before this, Dee Dee's, like, watching the movie, like, oh, my God. His Cinderella. It's amazing. Yeah, just, like, totally into it. I'm so happy. And, like, just, like, lets it scamper off. And then she goes and she's trying to find her. And she sees, like, the movie theater person. And the movie theater person basically indicates that, like, Gypsy's in that bathroom. Yeah. And Dee Dee gets close. And Liz is like, I don't know. Like, I don't know about this. And then, like, goes back. Yeah. And then Gypsy, like, you know, however many minutes later rolls back out and then she just watches the movie and nick goes in and sits somewhere else in the theater or like stays out i'm not quite sure i can't remember yeah and just waits and then he thinks to himself as they're leaving right and she's like like looking around desperately for him he's like oh here's my moment (laughs) (laughs) let me say my weird ass line again right 
And so he runs to get open the door, like open this door for her and is like shouts it at her again. Like a princess should never open her own door. And Didi's like, what the hell? Like, she's like, what is wrong with you? Why are you following me and my handicapped daughter around? Like, what kind of sicko are you? Yeah. Because there's two things. Like, obviously, Gypsy, like, likes this guy. And it's very obvious. And I think even mm-hmm. to Dee Dee, it's obvious that she likes this guy. And I think that Dee Dee has probably caught on to her, like, antics at night. Like, there's no way she didn't slightly know what was happening. Oh, yeah. Because she's obviously bought another computer. Right. I think she has, like, a phone phone, so she probably knows she's texting people mm-hmm. and whatnot. So Gypsy's, like, at this point, totally heartbroken. Yeah. Because Dee Dee has just taken away, for her, the love of her life and her way out. Right. So, yeah. So then they go home, and Dee Dee is just like, Gypsy, are you sure you don't know that guy? Like, why the fuck? Like, pretty much like, why the fuck is he following us around? She's like, I don't know. She's like, he seemed really nice. Maybe we've met him before. And, you know, he's playing stupid. And Dee Dee's like, mm-hmm, okay. Like, she has nothing to, she can't prove it. You know, whatever. And then, you know, like, so Gypsy's like, okay, uh, I'm going to go change out of my dress. And so she goes in her room and she's texting Nick because he's like still there. Mm-hmm. Nick's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to call your mom and I'm going to tell her everything and I'm going to be honest. And Gypsy's like, no, don't fucking do it. And as soon as she hits send, the phone rings. Right. And of course, because Dee Dee's like right in the kitchen, she picks up the phone. Mm-hmm. And essentially, Nick is like, hi, my name's Nick. I'm the guy you saw at the movie theater. And I just wanted you to know I'm in love with Gypsy and I'm going to take her and we're gonna live happily ever after and there is nothing you can do about it and then hangs up yes which is like a big like holy shit yes and this is where you can see at this point gypsy is fucking conditioned as hell Mm -hmm. and i think this is to show like the fact that this point gypsy already knew like there's no point in fighting her this is how it's gonna be and that that dd would like tie her up and gypsy has now said like what for a couple days at a time if not longer Oh, in real life, though, just from what I I didn't, I don't remember reading this like in an article, but remember when we like looked on their joint Facebook account, like on that, the one post that's still up, there was a comment that said something about them going to a movie with a friend that they didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. They like went to the movies with someone they didn't recognize together that day. So I feel like, I think in real life, I'm pretty sure this played a little differently. I think he came to the house and met Dee Dee, and, but, you know, she didn't like him and she didn't like that Gypsy's attention was on him kind of thing. Right. I think from what I understand is that it had, it didn't go down as, like, shady as this. Yeah. It went down more like she asked her mom if a friend could come with them. Yeah. But the sex in the bathroom in the movie theater thing was real. Yes. She has said that. That's how she lost her virginity. It was in a, a movie bathroom fl- on a movie bathroom floor, which is like, yeah. Gypsy, sweetie, I am so sorry that you lived in a world where that's that was your only option. Right. But back to the back to the episode. <laughs> so it shows Dee Dee like later in the evening, whether it was like that day, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. assuming that day because it shows like Nick's getting on the bus to go back to Wisconsin and she texts. It says, I need Victor and it that she wants to go away with him so they can live their dream. And then like because, you know, it's also I think to illustrate like he's not all mentally there. It's illustrating the way he's seeing the conversation is Mm -hmm. like, they're the only ones on this bus and it's like this creepy red light and they're just like standing in the like aisle way 
he's like, well, the good part of me won't do it. So you have to ask Victor and blah, blah, blah. So then she straight up does. And she's like, Victor, will you kill my mom? I can't do it myself. And, you know, he says yes. Duh. So there's all that. I liked how that was done, though. The director, the, whoever directed this episode, it was really great because, mm-hmm. like, they used a lot of lighting to tell the story. And, like, you know, at the beginning, it's like the room was really dark and, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just her kind of, like, lit up white. And it's like, I'm innocent in this. And then, you know, this is just, like, a game to me. And then when she's in the bathroom, like, losing her virginity, mm-hmm. it's like that soft blue and pink glow. And it's very, like, malt shop sexy, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think very, like, Riverdale-type shot. Mm-hmm. They did really well. I really liked that. Right. And I liked it. They d- and then it's red when she's like, I want you to kill my mom. Mm-hmm. And what's weird, like, okay, because Tara knows this. And you guys know this because I posted it on the Facebook group is that I recently just binge watched uh, the United States of Terra and I've been really into DID, which is Disassociated Identity Disorder. And it's basically about multiple personalities. And I'm curious if Nick had that. Like, at least for the show, I feel like that's what they're kind of alluding at. Maybe mm-hmm. in real life, I haven't really looked into Nick. I think they say he's schizophrenic. That's not the same thing. But that's weird to me because like voices. Yeah, it's not the same thing. And if you don't know what DID is, dissociative identity disorder, you should definitely check it out. There's a YouTube channel called Dissociated. I literally fell down a rabbit trail for like (laughs) for like a couple of days. And then I dreamed that I had it. The whole thing. Yes. They educate very well with everything except gregory he's kind of a douche but chloe and her her other alters do a really good job so if you don't know what it is definitely check it out and i think this is also something that if he has is weird because most um did cases don't hurt other people they only hurt themselves right most other alters they don't so it, it just depends i don't know if he had it or what yeah i don't know we'd have to look more into him as a person in real life so right yeah and i haven't really looked into him i feel like there's not a ton on him really right after they like little spoiler on top of all the other spoilers uh (laughs) you know they split their cases so we'll obviously get into that later on in our series um sarah as we're recording this right fucking now we saw that you just joined as a five dollar patron so thank you so so much we really appreciate it Thank you. Yeah. We already recorded the other promo <laughs> like plug. And then I was like looking at my phone and I saw it and I was like, damn it. We just talked about what if this had happened. But it's great that it happened while we we're recording because we can be like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm correct, Sarah's the one who like hooks us up with the good vibes, right? Yeah, that's my woo woo witchy friend. So yeah. Yes. So yeah, sorry it wasn't on the listeners episode. Girl, you already know what BTS is like we and all that good stuff. Um, And you guys might see her on a on a live she might come hang out when i'm doing some reading and sarah makes amazing jewelry too correct yes yeah she's the one that made us our charm bracelets and i will say sarah i want to say something every time i fly now every time i have to give a big presentation i wear your bracelet it gives me such like i don't know it just gives me such confidence and strength i love it thank you so much oh yeah and yeah if you guys want to check those out or purchase anything she has an etsy and stuff so i'll link it in the show notes to this one okay yeah so yes yes we'll get off this the sarah <laughs> yes <laughs> the Sarah rant. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys sorry this is what happens when two people with short attention spans <laughs> record right but 
Okay, yeah. So the next, so yeah, that com- the text conversation happens, and the next big scene that we see is Gypsy and Dee Dee are back at the mall doing another shopping trip, and of course, mm-hmm. in this storyline, you know, Dee Dee has her health shit, so she's like taking another break, and Gypsy's running around doing the errands. Mm-hmm. This is when she buys the murder weapon. Mm-hmm. Which is so creepy. Yeah. She's asking, like, all these in-depth questions. So she buys the right kind of knife so Nick can, like, freaking kill her. And, you know, like, the guy, he's explaining and all this stuff. Because, of course, she's not like, what do I need to kill my mom? She's like, what can I buy for my dad for hunting? So this guy's, like, you know, going on and on and on. So she's she's gone quite a bit of time. Well, slick, slick gypsy. I don't know if it was before or right after you know, she bought like a stuffed animal as like a cover up thing because yeah. we see Dee Dee starting to look for her and then we see her like gypsy rolling up with this bag on her lap and it makes you think it's the knife. So we're like, oh, fuck. Right. And uh, Dee Dee rips it out of her hands and it's a bear. And she's like, I bought you this gift. And it's because you weren't feeling well. And then it's like, <sighs> right. And you can see that Dee Dee's frustrated, but also like, oh, my God, my daughter loves me. Right. So then they just like. She's like, let's just go home. So then they just go home. And then they have this really like kind of montage awkward last evening together because Nick's on his way back, mm-hmm. of course. Gypsy's spending time with her and <laughs> there's this gross scene where it's like she's trying to like cut her toenails, which look like fucking like troll nasty gremlin nails. Right. Because at this point, she's advanced diabetes. Yeah. So she's not touching her feet because of the neuropathy she has. Yeah. But anyway, so she's like spending time with her and then they get into bed and then like, you know, Gypsy sends this creepy text like, sir, let me know when you're here or some shit. And then it's like, and then it cuts mm-hmm. to the like the last scene is a text popping up on Gypsy's phone of Nick saying I'm here. Yes. And let's talk about that creepy moment when they're in bed, her and Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. And like, they're basically, if you remember from like the first episode, they do that whole like. Uh, yeah. Do you remember the the way that the ghosts, you thought there were ghosts, mm-hmm. but it was like the Spanish moss in the trees and I told you to look at the stars, like that whole thing. And it's like really like you see, you start to see the struggle that Gypsy's going through. Yeah, because you can, you can just physically see this guilt because even Dee Dee's like, are you like multiple times through the evening, she's like, are you okay? Is something bothering you? Like, what's wrong? And she's just like, oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. So it's like, it shows that she's obviously... Gypsy's just Gypsy's just Gypsy. It's like she obviously doesn't want to kill her mom because like I believe she did love her mom, but it's like because of just her situation and the abuse and everything, she thought this was really the only way she could get out, sadly. And I think that maybe if Gypsy had had someone in her life that would have given her this like a proper boyfriend who would have been like, you know what, no, what you need to do is you need to tell your mom. Right. And if you don't tell your mom, like I'm gonna go and tell someone. Yeah. Then I feel like it would have went different. Yeah. Right, because I feel like, like when as we're reminiscing, if this is how the last evening truly went, because we don't really know, like this, it, they could be romanticizing this because it could have been a night where they just fought, you know, like it could have been a horrible mm-hmm. evening. But I think they wanted to make it like this romanticized because, you know, people. I do. I think the gypsy should be like. I think she should be free. I think she should get a, like a ten year sentence. I get that she did something really wrong, but I don't think she had the mental capacity to really understand like the effects of what she was truly doing. Like she felt trapped. I think she had Stockholm syndrome for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think she needs a lot of therapy. Right, which I'm so glad she's in there and, like, Dr. Phil is helping her and getting her that help mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. But, like, I think at that that night when they're, like, sitting around, because I think they're watching, like, a movie or something like that, and they're, like, you know, laughing and having a good time, and Dee's asking her what's wrong. I wonder if, like, Gypsy had been like, Mom, I just need to level with you. Like, I'm tired of playing this. Right. I'm tired of being the handicapped person. I'm tired of this. Like, if you don't let me go, I'm going to tell someone. And Gypsy could have literally, the way Dee Dee, they were portraying her, Dee Dee could have said, like, my health is declining. I can't take care of her. I sent her to live with her father. Right. And then people would have given Dee Dee all of the sympathy in the world. And then she could have just killed Gypsy off. Exactly. Essentially, yeah. Like, it's just, it could have went different ways. But, you know, it just... <sighs> Oh, Dee Dee. Oh, Gypsy. That's really all you can really say. Right. And that's how this one wraps up. Yep. It's I'm here. So thank you guys for um, joining us again this week for this bonus series. I hope you really are enjoying it. I know Tara and I are like out and about doing things in the world. So we wanted to make sure that you guys had some extra goodies in case we're not so present on social media or on the interweb. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you like, what um, what you think of this situation. Do you think that a conversation could have gone down and maybe save Didi's life? Like, what do you really think of this up to this point in this case? Let us know. Yes. Find us on our socials. Heck yes. And we will catch you on Monday. Yes. Have a great weekend. Yep. We will. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.